everybody, and welcome back to It Doesn't Take Two. I'm Jess. And I'm Jalen. This week, we will be discussing two classic animated films, both from the year 1998. We have Ants and A Bug's Life. Yup, a classic twin film. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll start with, uh, as always, a little plot summary. Um, Ants is about a non-conforming ant who disrupts uh, colony life while impersonating a soldier and falling for the princess, all while trying to save the entire worker population from an evil threat. Ooh. (laughs) And then in A Bug's Life, we have Flick, an inventive ant who's always messing things up for his colony, but his latest mishap was destroying the food stores that were supposed to be used to pay off um, a grasshopper gang. Now the strong-arming insect is demanding that the ants gather double the food or face annihilation. And to avert this disaster, Flick goes on a journey to recruit fighters to defend the colony. When he meets a band of circus insects, he thinks he's found his salvation. Ooh. Sounds very <laughs> similar. Sound, they definitely have some similarities. Yes, they do. And we're going to get into it. But first, <laughs> I want to know what these movies were rated on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm so glad you asked. What's interesting to me and i think probably to most people but also probably maybe not surprising that these mm-hmm. have the same critic score on rotten tomatoes they both have a 92 percent. really yes they are it surprises me but it also doesn't because critics are always wrong <laughs> <laughs> well the audience um the audience gave ants a 52 percent, and they gave bugs life a 73 percent. so okay i feel like you know i think it's interesting that the critics are just like genuinely like fully in agreement like i honestly expected at least some difference Mm -hmm, me too but the fact that there isn't one is is a bit shocking to me me too i kind of am curious about their specific like defense of that i mean i'll Mm -hmm. i guess i can research that later but that is interesting because we have our own opinions and Mm -hmm. i'm not sure they're going to match up now i do have I do have a little bit of an exclamation explanation of the backstory of these two movies, which might be common knowledge for some people might not be. Um, but I think it kind of might give uh, some idea as to why these were critically um, rated the same, basically. Okay. Tell so me. yes. So uh, the idea of a movie about um, ants has, was pitched in the eighties to disney <laughs> okay um and it was it wasn't exactly like either one of these movies but it was an idea about it was called army ants and it was pitched to disney and the head of disney's film division at the time um jeffrey katzenberg had issues with the ceo of disney michael eisner and he left jeffrey katzenberg left disney and then he co-founded dreamworks the creators well, of i didn't ants, know that Mm-hmm. He, he co-founded DreamWorks with Steven Spielberg and David Geffen. Oh my God. And with that, there there was like bad blood now between Jeffrey Katzenberg and Mike Eisner and Disney in general. Um, and now Disney had, you know, Pixar. And they um, Pixar was being run by uh, John Lasseter and Steve Jobs were like the co-founders of, of Pixar. I didn't um, know that either. Yes, I know. I didn't. I, this was all very interesting to find out. <laughs> so now Jeffrey Katzenberg has beef with Disney, but he, you know, a while back heard about this. Now this is, you know, never actually fully been confirmed. Jeffrey Katzenberg claims 
that he got the idea for this, you know, ants movie from someone else or, you know, there's a couple different things that I, that they've, people have heard of where he actually got the idea for ants. But, you know, they, this movie army ants was pitched to Disney when Jeffrey Katzenberg was still working there. So now he goes to DreamWorks and they, you know, put into production a movie called ants. (laughs) And at the same time, Pixar is, you know, run by John Lasseter at the time and is putting in another movie about ants about bugs um i think it was originally it wasn't called a bug's life i think it was just called like bugs or something like that Mm -hmm. um and so then when john lasseter found out he feels like betrayed by this guy jeffrey katzenberg who was you know like his his friend there it was like a whole big animation community Mm -hmm. and now you find out that you guys are basically adapting the same story and so john lasseter's like oh so you heard this pitch the same pitch that that like you know disney was given all those years ago and now you're kind of like stealing it and he's like no i didn't i didn't didn't steal it like i'm just uh, someone else came to me with a similar idea um so now there's this like competition between them because now they're both coming out with bug movies at the same time um so but dream already established beef by the way between dreamworks and dreamworks is now planning on releasing the prince of egypt in november of 1980 not 1980 1998 (laughs) and that same weekend that they are planning to release the prince of egypt disney is now planning to release a bug's life and ants wasn't slated to come out until i think march of 1999 Mm -hmm. jeffrey katzenberg was not having this so he was able to push ants to be released like five months earlier in october of 1998 so that they get released before a bug's life in november of 1998 that's so interesting um and they they come out at the same time and that's partially why i think they received such similar critical acclaim because they're they there's a good chance that they were both being adapted from the same basic story <laughs> army, the original army ants plot i mean damn especially because like the race to who could release it faster i feel like mm-hmm. that's drama like yeah and i wonder if it affected the end result. I mean, five months is like significant amount of time. Yeah, that's a great question. Hmm. I wonder if the movie would have been maybe a little bit different in some ways if it had actually been released when it was originally supposed to. It's a good point. Yeah, dude. He was but like yeah. kicking the ass of his workers, dude. He was like, actually, we're gonna have to put the movie out <laughs> five months earlier, and they're like, yeah. oh, okay, <laughs> okay. But that's that's the tea. That's the drama behind the scenes of Ants and a Bug's Life. There is, I feel like that drama has to be behind like a lot of twin films. I I also feel like there has to be some similar explanation for other twin films. Um, but I mean, this one's definitely a, a, a well-known beef. Whereas other ones, maybe they're more behind the scenes and maybe people don't know about them. Or maybe yeah, things just happen. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but this one's like more drama, I guess, too, because it's like two giant like companies versus mm-hmm. like usually some of the other twin films we did, like small horror movies or whatever. Yeah. Not as big. But I mean, Disney and DreamWorks, that's huge. That's drama. Yeah, that's yeah drama. for sure. For sure. That's <laughs> drama. That's tea. And it was very interesting to read about. And I'm glad I was able to share that with you. So did they did they know that they were both making a movie about ants before like casting even happened or um that's a good question i don't know i think they found out when they went into i don't know about the process of how a movie is made i think they found out once they were like going into production of ants oh wow so like it might have been after they had already like had people 
That is so interesting. Yeah. Because I was but, curious if, like, the battle continued, like, and who they can get, like, casted or, or mm-hmm. things like that. But I don't know. Both these movies are stacked pretty heavily. Yeah, that's true. So I guess that's a good segue into our first category, actors. By the way, our bonus category for today is the the art slash animation of these two wonderful films. All right. So now to get into actors, because both these movies are really stacked with their casts. Mm-hmm. Let's get into Ants big names. first. Yeah, yeah, lots of big names, some controversial names. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. <laughs> each each film has their own controversial name, if we're being honest. But... um. So I guess I'll just I'll just list. There's quite a few people in these movies, so I'm just gonna list off some of the names of the actors and ants. We have Woody Allen, Gene Hackman, Sharon Stone, Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> Jennifer Lopez, Christopher Walken, Danny Glover, Dan Aykroyd, and Bancroft. Um, I feel like those are the. I mean, those are all pretty notable names. <laughs> They're huge, dude, and it's crazy because like. I mean, let's let's leave Woody to the end, okay? Because we have a lot to say about him. But um, I will say, Sylvester Stallone. I mean, not only is he in this movie as an ant, but they made his aunt look exactly like him. It's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Like, honestly, props to them because they did a really great job on that one. And none of the other ants looked like they're actors or actresses, so I'm I'm very curious as to why they specifically chose Sylvester Stallone's aunt to look like him. I mean, yeah, I don't know, but I'm a fan of it. Um, I did love it. I I was shocked to see Jennifer Lopez's name personally, and Me then too. she start her character started talking, and I was like, oh, that that's definitely Jennifer Lopez. Okay, I, <laughs> it kind of makes sense, but her character <laughs> was pretty minor. But Jennifer Lopez, you know, she's pretty cool. Huge name. Yeah, absolutely. Huge names for kind of minor roles. Like, even Christopher Walken playing, like, Cutter, who's one yeah. of, like, the side characters. Like, crazy! Yeah. No, that's a great point. But I guess it's DreamWorks, you know? Yeah. Should we mention the Woody Allen of it all now? Yeah, let's get into Woody. Because in this movie, we have Woody, who is a pretty prominent, controversial, disturbed man. Mm-hmm. Okay, as you know, when did, when did his, the documentary come out? I do not know. It doesn't feel that long ago, but, you know, COVID time kind of, like, all mixes together. But it came out kind of recently that, you know, he is married to his own daughter. Yeah, he's married to (laughs) his stepdaughter and also, like, sexually assaulted his other, one of his other stepchildren, stepdaughter. Yeah, and, like, the age gap is just exactly how it sounds. I mean, it's a stepdaughter. Yeah. Who he, like, and it's not even, like... It's a stepdaughter that he never met before or anything yeah. like that. Like, no, he raised her. Yeah. No, yeah, it's very, it's a very, very disturbing and upsetting situation. Yeah, so if you're curious about that, go check that out separately because we're not going to dive into it that much. But it was definitely a factor for me while I was watching this movie. Yeah, it will definitely color our judgment of especially these did. actors. Yeah, yeah. Which sucks because, like, you kind of want to watch a wholesome movie and not be thinking, like, oh, hey, like, this is the dude who, like, married his own stepdaughter and, yeah. like, sexually assaulted her and, like, yeah. and his other stepdaughter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so what would you rate these actors of mm-hmm. Ants? I think I would rate these actors... I mean, I love Sylvester Stallone, Sharon mm-hmm. Stone. Oh, it's so hard. J-Lo, Danny Glover. Yeah. It's hard to figure out how much Woody Allen will... <sighs> impact it all it affects it a lot yeah 
but it also yeah yeah i can't give it a flat zero though you know what i mean i would if it was just him he is the main character yeah 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 it is really unfortunate that he is like the main character in the movie for the supporting cast i'll give it like a a three out of ten okay i was thinking a four that's fair yeah it is if if he wasn't in it if he wasn't so terrible I, I could give it higher because I do really like these characters, but just like him being the main character, I got it. I got to give it kind of low. Um, okay. Well, I guess we'll shift over to a bug's life. Um, again, I'll just list. This one has even more people in it. I don't even know who to mention. So I'll just, I'll just list a bunch. Um, Dave Foley, Kevin Spacey, <laughs> there we go. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, <laughs> Hayden Panettiere, Dennis Leary, Joe Ranft, uh, David Hyde Pierce, Jonathan Harris, Madeline Kahn, Bonnie Hunt, John Ratzenberger. I mean, uh, Ashley Tisdale apparently was also a like minor character. Wait, did you say Brad Garrett? No, I don't know who that is. He's the dude from. Um... <gasps> You're so right. No, I know who he is. You know He's the who guy he is. from Everybody Loves Raymond. That yeah, I'm afraid of. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dude who looks like Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. No, I <laughs> I've had nightmares about him actually. <laughs> did you? Yeah, it's a long story. I won't get into it. <laughs> Okay, well, he's also in this movie. Mm-hmm. We got a lot. Roddy McDowell, yeah. did you say him too? I don't think so. There were got so him. many names. <laughs> yeah, th- there's a lot up in here. And, you know, once again, another really controversial figure. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Spacey. Spacey. <laughs> he, um, he, he has sexually assaulted multiple people, um, which it's upsetting that both of these movies have that same issue of like just having a predator as one of the main characters well because these two actors like and you know woody allen for what he is and kevin spacey too like they were beloved people mm-hmm. in the industry like from the outside yeah. i feel yeah, like a yeah, lot yeah. of like audience members love them and stuff and so now it's just a whole different lens well i mean here's the thing I mean, not. I know we just talked about ants, and now we're supposed to be talking about a bug's life. But I, I just kind of process this at this moment. Woody Allen <laughs> married his stepdaughter in 1997, so like, they n- knew <laughs> at the time think... that Woody Allen was cast that he was yeah. not. He was bad news bears for sure. Yeah, and that's why it. You know, that's a whole discussion on like inside the industry like mm-hmm. people who are choosing to work with these people people that's who are a choosing... great point i mean i don't even have enough time right now to talk about all that because yeah. even kevin spacey after all the stuff that came like came up about came out about him big actors and actresses were still working with him as of like recently mm-hmm. so it's insane yeah but um, i mean the the rest of the bugs life cast they're pretty great pretty fire i mean again huge names really good at what they do yeah, no, yeah, that's a great point. They were really good. It's so hard, but again, another predator on the cast who's going to take yeah. the score. I mean, that's just how it is. Yeah. I'm going to have to give this movie probably a, a 2 out of 10. Oh, you're giving it lower? Yeah. Interesting. Can you? Can I ask why? I just love Sylvester Stallone and J-Lo more than I love... <laughs> I mean, I love Bonnie Hunt mm-hmm. um, a lot, but most of these other names, you know, not as big for me. I mean, um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, too. Yeah. I love her, too, but not as much as I love Sylvester Stallone and J-Lo. 
that's a good point but they I did was, do also a really good job so i was thinking see it's hard because it's like i i feel like i liked uh, no i think i'm just thinking that i like a bug's life better i think they're about the same for me actors wise i think i'll give them both a four all right that's fair i'm going with a two out of ten on this one yeah which kind of sucks though because like i know these ratings on the actors are going to tank my score overall at the mm-hmm. end mm-hmm. but i mean i feel like you'll have a strong enough opinion on the other categories I do. to kind of balance out <laughs> i do but it's not gonna be as high as i want it to be because of the actors oh yeah it's a predator versus predator up in here <laughs> and i'm tired of it oh my god can people just stop being terrible so that i can yeah. like, like the shit that they do <laughs> yeah jeez yeah if only man if only but i guess now we'll we'll discuss the story starting with ants so our main character is z and he's an ant you know in this colony with pretty strict social hierarchy um he's just very unsatisfied with his life in terms of like his love life and his career because he's living Um, in a caste system yes that's yeah (laughs) which is divided into like workers and soldiers and then royals and the royals yeah it's pretty aggressive you know strict caste system we got going on here in this ant Mm -hmm. colony Mm -hmm. and we have z who is a worker ant he was born to be a worker and he's unsatisfied with it yeah and he doesn't really want to do his job and everyone just keeps telling him that you know that's the way it is you just have to do your job um but he he just doesn't want to he wants to live his own life he kind of wants to be an, an, an individual um, yeah <laughs> an individual <laughs> and so his life is pretty bummed he's pretty bummed out until one night the princess aunt princess what, what was her name princess bala yeah princess bala breaks out because she is also tired of her life in royalty i mean but like she's also not but <laughs> i know like boohoo dude seriously um, and so she wants to go out and have fun. And so she sneaks out to the worker soldier bar, you know, the lower caste bar where the royals yeah. don't hang out. Yeah. <laughs> and there she meets Z. Mm-hmm. Now, and... this this scene, I have something to say about it. And it's just it's not even like a critique. It's just something that I need to let you know happened to me. <laughs> OK, get into it. <laughs> so this in, in the scene where they meet, they go to this bar and the ants I guess they have like this dance that they do. It's almost um, like line dancing. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is like line dancing, but it's funny. So they, all the ants go to do this dance and I'm watching this movie and they play the song and I'm like, oh, I'm bopping along to it. It's like very like militaristic. Like it's, it's like a march kind of that they're doing. Yeah, it's not but good I'm, music. <laughs> but I'm listening to the song and I'm like, this is f- oddly familiar. And I'm like, what? but like, it sounds so weird. And uh, like the songs plays a little bit more, and I'm like, wait a minute, this is like an old Spanish song, but like a really what? weird. It's like a really weird, like military, like drumline cover of this like Cuban song called Guantanamera, and <laughs> I, like my mom listens to it all the time. Oh my <laughs> so, like, god! I grew up hearing this song, and I was so unbelievably shocked to be hearing it in this ants movie. <laughs> 
were you like partying dude i was no because it was it's such a weird version like the actual song is like very very different and like you know how they have that there's like a little sequence where the song kind of switches where um bala and z are actually like dancing to it and they're like not conforming to the dance that everyone else is doing (laughs) yeah they're having a little moment it's a little bit more like that but it's still i think it was just so funny that like they chose like a like a cuban anthem it's like a very well-known cuban song like which like i didn't know before this but i looked it up because like i i'm not cuban but like i my my mom knows the music so i didn't know but this is like actually a very like big cuban song and you know it's like a, like a more of an upbeat kind of party song that's how latin music is and i just think it's so funny that they used it in this <laughs> scene of like this military like march line dancing that they're yeah, doing yeah because the their rendition did not slap let's get that straight it right didn't, now it didn't at all i was just very shook by it and it's one of those things where it's like <laughs> i feel like i'm the only person in the world that cares about this but like i need so i need to get this information get it out, out. There. you know what get the information out there okay yeah yeah we need to you. we need people talking about this yeah <laughs> and we need to investigate who on the team of this movie actually put that in there because that's pretty interesting yeah yeah no i was shook that's awesome dude well um yeah they dance and it's not great either let me say it's kind of gross yeah it is weird so then they they have this dance they have this moment together um and then there's kind of like an uproar in the in the bar so then princess yeah princess bala has to leave and escape because she's a princess and she can't be there for that um and then she kisses z on the on the cheek and, and runs away and he's like kind of like immediately in love with her but he at first doesn't know that she's a princess but then he finds out as she's leaving yeah, and then when she he finds out, you know, he creates this master plan to, like, swap places with his soldier friend because the soldiers are having, like, a meeting, which you find out is about, like, a war to go to war with, like, the termites. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just a bug war, typical. <laughs> And so he switches play uh he switches places with his friend Weaver, who is played by Sylvester Stallone. He looks exactly like Sylvester Stallone. You wouldn't be able to miss him. <laughs> and he switches places with Weaver and he gets sent out to war. Yeah, and the war scene is like unusually like graphic for a children's movie that's that's what i'll say there are like many decapitated ants on this like like they don't show the actual war but they show the aftermath of it they which show like a little I don't, bit of the war do they really i don't remember that yeah, all i remember was the decapitated like, ants yeah at the very beginning of the war they show like some stabbing some blood some Jeez. you know murder some but stampeding it's, just, it's ridiculous the, like, like I literally was shocked by the decapitated ants and like this like just corpses all over a battlefield <laughs> in a kids movie. I was like, um, okay. It was very dark. Yeah. It was so then, very sad. Z is like the only person that survives this battle and he goes home and they're all like, oh my God, you're the survivor. Like, and they like praise him at first. But yeah, then, I don't really know why. They just praise him as being the lone survivor. I mean, yeah. pretty sad, but they were happy about it. I mean, but <laughs> I also, ants. I, what happens that makes things go bad? I don't remember. So what ends up happening is like they, the general, General Mandible brings Z to meet the queen because the queen wants to like thank him for his service or whatever. And for some reason, Princess Bala blows up him and her spot. 
She's like, wait, you're not a soldier. You're a worker. And I saw you at a bar. And I was like, dude, why are you ratting on him and yourself right now? (laughs) She rats them both out. She does. And then they get like General Mandible is supposed to marry the princess so he gets upset and he goes to attack z and z tries to use the princess to like defend him but then they're like oh my god you're kidnapping her and he's like um yeah i guess i am and then he (laughs) accidentally kidnaps her they fall down a trash chute and then they end up outside of like the ant hill that they live in um and then he's like well i'm gonna go find this place that i heard about called insectopedia no it's called insectopia oh dude It felt is wrong. probably a thing though <laughs> it felt wrong leaving my mouth but i was like i don't know <laughs> that's so funny yeah so they land outside um and can i say like they were trying to jail him over just dancing with her i was like yeah. dude this is straight up old school class classes classism caste systems right he's the untouchable straight yeah. up they're gonna yeah. jail him for dancing with the princess chill <laughs> damn so yeah they're gonna go to he wants to go to insectopia which is supposed to be this beautiful place where there's no rules and you can just eat Eat. whatever you want yeah Yeah, which honestly sounds kind of fire like i understand yeah (laughs) but um it's it's like some lore it's not even like supposedly known Mm -hmm. but then yeah sorry no no you're good and then like so he wants to venture off by himself and princess ball is not about it she's like take me back servant (laughs) but then so then they go on this little adventure together to find Insectopia and basically Stockholm Syndrome kicks in, which is like... I thought the same thing. I literally <laughs> thought the same thing. So like she like she just kind of like falls for him just because there's no one else. Like he's just there. Yeah, because she can't go by herself. She can't go back by herself because of course she's like the helpless princess who can't mm-hmm. even walk like... I mean, I guess they're ants, so it's like farther than it looks, but yeah. <laughs> she can't make it back by herself. She's too scared, even though Z's just a worker. I don't really know what he's supposed to do. Yeah. So she just like tags along with him and yeah stockholm syndrome she just starts falling for him for no reason yeah yeah like there literally is no reason yeah and then, there's no romance no there isn't like uh, they're kind of not even really that nice to each other <laughs> no they're actually really rude to each other and right now while we're talking about that let me read a quote right now to okay you. okay just to show how <laughs> whack this romance was mm-hmm they have a little exchange you know while they're on this little trip because princess bala wants to go home and z is like bye like i'm not going with you mm-hmm so during their little discussion, they're talking about their meeting at the bar. And Princess Bala just goes in on him and starts talking about, um, wait, let me find it real quick. Oh, she starts saying like, why are you stalking me? She thinks he's stalking her. She, she's following him. And then she <laughs> says, don't you realize I'm out of your league? Yeah. And then he's like, girl, you were dancing with me. And she goes, I was slumming it. She literally says she was <laughs> slumming it and that she picked the most pathetic guy in the bar to dance with. Yeah. Yeah. And, and his response is, I was going to let you become a part of my most erotic fantasies, but now you can forget it. Yeah. That's another thing that we should definitely mention. This doesn't feel like a kid's movie, like at all. No, they curse. They make weird, inappropriate jokes. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of adult humor. I think it does have something to do with Woody Allen being in the movie. Like, I, I think it's, like, his humor influence because that is, like, the way that he jokes. Um, but, like, they say bitchin'. They say damn. They say crap in this movie. And, like, we're about to get into the plot twist. Um, but the plot twist is very much not kid-friendly. 
no it's definitely not kid friendly and like the themes of the movie itself are pretty you know advanced for a child too i mean Mm -hmm. i don't know it it feels kind of adult yeah so then we enter the plot twist so like first of all they get to insectopia and whatever it's just like a bunch of garbage and whatever they find out where z and princess bala are back at the ant colony and they send someone to go get them it was cutter another like ant (laughs) and he comes and he takes princess bala and that's when you find out about the plan of general mandible he's basically a nazi general mandible's a nazi yeah (laughs) no quite literally a fascist nazi (laughs) yeah no that's like the whole uh, this this movie i mean it's kind of like when we talked about sky high and zoom where it was just like both of these movies honestly have just like really deep political undertones (laughs) they're children's really intense ones though in this one because pretty much general mandible wants to commit classicide yeah which basically means he wants to kill the entire working class of ants he wants only the soldiers to exist and then he wants to procreate with princess bala just so that there's only like strong soldiers that exist it's it's literally just like nazi germany yeah dude it's ant infighting it's wild (laughs) that the enemy is the ants like there's infighting going on here in this caste system surprise surprise so he sends uh general mandible sends cutter to you know bring bala back so that he can go through with his plan his plan is to basically trap all the worker ants in the anthill and drown them um, yeah, and, and they're digging their own do death. To get rid of them. Yeah, he doesn't tell <laughs> the them. Workers the workers are digging a tunnel to literally drown themselves. Yes, yes. So it's pretty dark. Yeah, and then uh, Z makes it back in time, you know, to try and stop them. And he, he goes to try and save Bala and she tells him what General Mandible's plan is. Um, and then they uh, go and they tell all the worker ants. But it's like it's somewhat too late because like they don't believe them and so then they just keep digging and then they hit the water and they're like well now do you see (laughs) yeah dude he's like listen i got orders and he's like think for yourself for once i mean once again some intense political undertones but (laughs) yeah he doesn't listen and of course you know they start to drown and then all the ants band together to like you know create this big ant tower to like (laughs) climb out of the hole that they're in um and break through the ground and you know climb up and then general mandible sees z and attacks him because he's like you're ruining my plans yep but then the soldier ants kind of come to their senses because cutter is like listen i should have done this a while ago because you suck dude (laughs) but we're going to help the worker ants and we're going to join together because there is power in the working force. Okay. Mm-hmm. In the workforce, there's power. So then, uh, I mean, General Mandible just falls to his death, doesn't he? Doesn't he literally just fall into the hole and like die? Yeah. I thought it was going to be a lot deeper than that, but it wasn't. He fell into a log and just like died, I guess. Yeah. I don't really know. They never really explained it. I don't know. And then they, then they pull all the other ants out and that's basically it. They realize like, oh, uh, let's, I don't, they don't, well, there's no resolution actually, because it's not even like, you don't know what happens after that. All you really know is that Z and Princess Bala get together. Mm-hmm. But like, and I mean, you can assume that they maybe changed some things because like the general was a psychopath, but yeah. not really. I mean, the the end of the story is like, now we can be 
whoever we want to be because we have a choice yeah we don't know what they choose but yeah no we don't we don't have any idea what happens after that we don't know if the strict social hierarchy that they had in place already is still there and now it's just like well z's z's part of the ruling class like i don't know (laughs) yeah we don't really know we don't know if that caste system is still a thing i mean i have to assume it might be but also i don't really know who they're fighting against i mean i know they made the termites seem like they were like this big enemy but like i don't think the termites actually were an enemy i think that was just like general mandible a plot to like kill a bunch of soldiers that he didn't think were strong enough yeah interesting so i guess maybe they don't even need soldiers anymore (laughs) because they're in the middle of the desert yeah so I don't know who they're fighting besides That's themselves. That's a great point. That's a like, great point. Like in this point. movie. <laughs> yeah. And again, just to mention, this movie does not seem very kid friendly. I'm very curious about who the target audience of this movie was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was shocked. I, like I, I watched it and I was like, I can't believe this is a DreamWorks movie because it's like there's adult humor in other DreamWorks movies. Like if you watch Shrek, there's adult humor in that. But like this whole movie was just very like bleak and like down and heavy and i was just like how could a kid enjoy this i don't know but as a kid i do remember enjoying it (laughs) so (laughs) i never saw it as a kid so i i don't know i watched it as a kid and i think i liked it i definitely didn't understand all these deep political meanings of course i mean that's probably Mm -hmm. the point of it but yeah the humor was kind of targeted towards adults i feel like the political undertones probably targeted towards adults i don't know yeah but i agree (laughs) <laughs> what would you what do you think you would rate this the story of ants i mean the actual story of it i found kind of lame like the whole insectopia thing i found irrelevant mm-hmm. the whole love story between z and bala i found irrelevant mm-hmm. the plot twist of a classicide okay <laughs> i don't know i wasn't a big fan i mean it was a fine movie i will probably just give it like i don't know a 4.5 out of 10. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking I was going to give it a 5. Um, I, I definitely I agree with you on like there were certain parts of the plot that were just like I don't care. Like it just <laughs> no literally. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're right. Um, but I, I I guess the the weird Nazi plot was at least kind of interesting. Like I didn't necessarily expect it from this movie so sure i'll give it a five okay okay that's fair (laughs) um so a bug's life all right to get into a bug's life all right let's go i'm ready for this okay (laughs) so again we have a main character who's also an ant because again this is an ant colony again Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) named flick who's kind of like an engineer he thinks outside of the box you know he wants to improve their society through like his inventions and stuff Mm -hmm. and you know he tends to mess up a lot yeah he's just he's a little clumsy and he doesn't necessarily like always think everything through fully and it just kind of like bothers everyone else in the ant colony they're just kind of mean to him if we're being honest like no <laughs> one's are. understanding but to be fair he does mess up a lot like he do yeah. people he does you know and to get into the main plot of it i mean he he makes a pretty big mishap occur yeah when yeah uh... mm-hmm. yo you go Okay, so, you know, the ants, they collect a bunch of food, like, early in, I guess, like, the spring season, maybe, Mm -hmm. because they need to do an offering to the grasshoppers, as we stated, who kind of, like, control them, in a sense. Yeah. 
and oppress them. They oppress. Yes, the grasshoppers are oppressive to the ants. Okay, <laughs> um, and they take all their food, and then the ants have to like regather for themselves. So they have this giant pile of food waiting to be offered to the grasshoppers, and as the grasshoppers come, Flick definitely um accidentally knocks over all of it and it all gets destroyed into like a puddle Mm -hmm. but let me say i have to say right now i don't completely blame this on flick okay i know like he messes up a lot but why are they balancing all this very important food on a total of like four (laughs) pebbles Next to a cliff where there's a giant It is like they really could have planned that out better. I don't know why. Like, no, I didn't even think about the fact that it's literally on a cliff. (laughs) It's on a cliff. Because, like, like, I was setting him up for failure. Like, why did they have to elevate it? Like, why couldn't they just, like, make a pile on the ground? I don't understand (laughs) why it needed to be on the pebbles. Like, I had that critique. But it being on a cliff, you're right. That's so stupid. That's (laughs) asking for a disaster. (laughs) Yeah. And I understand they have ant brains, but come on, let's not blame Flick here. Let's no. blame whoever set that up. Yeah, because it's like, obviously, if it's something that's so important, like, they're so terrified of these grasshoppers. Why would you not take every precaution to make sure that, like, this nothing goes wrong, including not putting it on a cliff edge? you literally on a cliff's edge on three pebbles. <laughs> it's not a good idea, people. But anyways, he accidentally you know hits a rock with his invention and you know all the food gets destroyed the grasshoppers come the main little you know oppressor hopper who's the main grasshopper he's pissed off and is like all right well you have until the end of season to get us even more food than you had this time um or we're gonna like kill you yeah pretty dark again yeah so then flick comes up with a a little plan um to try and you know rid the the ants of the grasshoppers once and for all and he's like well what if i go and get help from other bugs who can come and like fight the grasshoppers and get them to leave us alone forever so he uh volunteers to go off you know out of the ant colony out of their little home um to find other warrior bugs who can come and and fight the grasshoppers for them which is honestly kind of lame like why don't you guys just band together like i mean that happens later but come on y'all yeah they don't really have any self-confidence which is kind of (laughs) sad again they're being oppressed so you know sympathies sympathies (laughs) but i mean flick is a g yeah he's ready to go out there and find a solution once again i mean he really he's coming up with a lot of ideas here he's really he's like breaking his back for this ant colony and they just disrespect him all the time (laughs) Yeah, because they're old and they don't like, you know, distancing like themselves change. from tradition. Yeah. yeah. So they're like, sure, get out of here. Because they're like, as long as you're not here messing things up, we don't care what happens to you. <laughs> Sad. And so he's off. He goes out to find some warriors. He goes to like some cool bug city. And he comes across a bunch of circus bugs who are introduced a little earlier um they're pretty much failed circus bugs it's kind of yeah. sad they're not great at their job it's <laughs> funny mean, and they're cute they're really cute they're funny um but they're a bunch of circus bugs who flick comes across as they're kind of in like a bar fight <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and they put on a little performance like to try mm-hmm. and act tough and flick sees them and he thinks that they are these amazing warrior bugs yeah and there, this is when a major miscommunication happens between the two of them. 
<laughs> and, um, you know, Flick invites them to come back to his ant colony to defend them from the grasshoppers. Mm-hmm. But the circus bugs misunderstand <laughs> and they think that he's inviting them back to their colony for a performance. <laughs> and then Flick mentions the fact that, like, you know, they need to gather food and all this stuff. And they just hear food and they think, like, dinner party for some mm-hmm. reason. <laughs> and so they're like, we're in. <laughs> so then they, they show up. They start, like, they, they they do kind of, like, perform a little bit for the people. Well, no, the ants put on a performance for them. That's how they find <laughs> yeah. out that they're actually there to fight and kill grasshoppers. The little baby ants put on a performance of, like, the, like <laughs> Which was so how cute. they imagine the war will happen. And all the circus bugs are so disturbed. And they're like, um, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, they I start, like, having panic attacks. I don't think this is, I don't think this is what any of us thought this is. <laughs> Which was so funny Um, because once they realize, they kind of tell Flick on the spot. Yeah. And then it kind of clicks in his head. Oh, yeah. They aren't warriors. They are like circus performers. (laughs) But so then Flick is like, well, I can't have everyone else in this colony find out because they already hate me. So he was ready to die for this mistake. (laughs) So Flick comes up with this plan um, to scare away the grasshoppers and he's like, we can build a fake bird to scare the grasshoppers away that we just like control ourselves and it'll keep them away from us. Yeah, um, because the circus bugs were ready to bounce, dude. Yeah, they were like, obviously. we ain't fighting anybody, which is yeah. fair. But yeah. Flick is like, listen, you don't even got to be in the war. Just help us build this bird. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, make it seem like it was your idea. Like you're the warriors who came up with this game plan and everyone will like trust you and believe you. Um, and that works. And so they go and they all band together as an ant colony and they build this bird and they're all gung-ho about the plan um, to try and use a fake bird to stop the grasshoppers from invading them and stealing their food all the time. Because the grasshoppers, as well as the ants, are terrified of birds because birds eat insects. I mean, that's mm-hmm. pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but then, unfortunately, eventually, the other ants do find out that the circus bugs are not in fact warriors and by pd flea circus bug yes pd flea the leader of the circus comes looking for his circus bugs <laughs> and he exposes them in front of yeah. everybody just and guess what the village really accepted these bugs they love the circus bugs they're integrated into their society yeah. it's very adorable yeah but then they're all upset when they find out that they've been lied to and so then the circus bugs are forced to leave um with pt and the rest you know in his little circus crew and then flick also is forced to he's go into exile with them yeah because they're he's all mad banished. at him for lying because it's um, also the last day of the season so they do not have time to really collect a lot of food yeah but the bugs are still gonna try the rest of the ants are still gonna try uh meanwhile the grasshoppers are you know in their little grasshopper gang bar and they're like we can't let the ants realize that they outnumber us so we have to go and scare the shit out of them so they do they fly on over and the ants are trying to you know collect the food but obviously they can't um and then once the grasshoppers arrive one of the little baby ants dot overhears that uh their plant the grasshoppers plan is to kill the queen ant who you know which again really dark for a kid's movie murder of course yeah (laughs) come on i mean dot runs away to find uh, Flick and the rest of the circus bugs so that they can come back and help. 
which is adorable. We love Dot. She's a queen saving the day. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she finds Flick. Okay. And the circus bugs. They want to help. They come back. The grasshoppers are terrorizing the ants as oppressors mm-hmm. do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Typical. Typical. For grasshoppers. I mean, already a disturbed bug. But. Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> and so, you know, the circus bugs put on a little performance, da 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 as a distraction. And Flick <laughs> and the little scouts with Dot go and take over the bird. The fake bird that they have already built. And, and you they, think all is good. Yeah, and then they go and they fly the bird and they, they're scaring the grasshoppers. They're fleeing. They're running. They're terrified. Um, but then, unfortunately, P.T. Flea lights the bird on fire. <laughs> Dude, he's a fighter. He has hands. He was like, I'm not scared of no bird. I'm going to take this match and I'm going to light it up. <laughs> he's wild. And yeah. so the bird is aflame. The plan is aflame. It falls through. The grasshoppers, not all of them had fled the scene, mm-hmm. are still around ready to fight. This is all chaos. And then it starts raining. Yeah. And, you know, they're tiny, so they're trying to dodge the rain. Yeah. Okay, so the grasshopper is attacking Flick. And that's when there's a little uprising that occurs. An mm-hmm. uprising that should have happened probably early on. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the princess and the queen, I guess, you know, they didn't want no beef. They didn't want no fighting. Yeah, they didn't want anything to change. But the grasshopper's uh, worst fear comes to fruition and the ants realize there's a bunch of us. And, like, <laughs> way more. Like, and a there's lot. just a lot, a lot less grasshoppers. Like, maybe we can stand up for ourselves. And it and happens. They, they try, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they try. They still don't, like, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> So that's not where the movie ends. Even. No, it doesn't work out because it does. It does. Like you said, the rain comes and they're trying to dodge the rain and run away. And then the grasshopper comes back for <laughs> again another scare. <laughs> yeah. And he goes and he attacks Flick again. But now Flick, being the genius that he is, oh, he yeah. remembers earlier when they saw an actual bird and he lures the grasshopper over to where the bird is. And then Hopper gets eaten by the bird. Yeah, because Hopper's like, what is this, another fake bird? It's like, dude, you can't tell the difference between a fake bird and a real bird. I mean, I get you're a grasshopper. I know I'm being critical here. But still. (laughs) And the bird does feed Hopper to his babies, her babies. Mm -hmm. And that bird was really cute. Yeah. And then in the end, kind of similar to Ants, not much changes. They do adopt Flick's technology and they are no longer oppressed by other bugs pretty cool but you know i think they still have their little ruling class system um, and flick is now married to the princess of course yeah happy little and but now she becomes the queen she becomes the queen and the circus bugs you know they helped out and they're gonna go mm-hmm. back on the road it even looked like they were taking some ants too yeah and now it's a half they even took one of the grasshoppers as well yeah that's true and they all became <laughs> friends it's a happy ending a very happy ending um i don't know man i i think this movie was just like i like i I explained about how ants was just like bleak Mm -hmm. i feel like a bug's life was just so lively and so fun and like whimsical despite the fact that the story was still kind of like a bit dark if we're being honest yeah but it was just executed in like a way like i think it was just executed in a funner way like with the circus bugs being like a main storyline and like yeah. that whole mishap was pretty funny so i definitely do like this story more i agree i also feel like 
I feel like this movie did like a better job with the villains. Like I feel like it they had it built more tension for me. Like I was genuinely afraid of these grasshoppers. Now I will say <laughs> I am really really afraid of grasshoppers in real life and I have had me- me- like negative experiences with grasshoppers. Um so this movie like didn't help, but like they did a really good job of making these villains seem intimidating and like Dude, it, they it, were it, villainous it, like the stakes felt very high in this movie like almost immediately as soon as like flick knocks over that thing i felt the same way all the other ants felt like i felt that sense of like fear and dread whereas i never really felt worried in ants that's actually true i mean it was kind of dark but you're right it was just kind of like it, they kind of sprung the the plot twist on you kind of fast and then it just yeah. happened and you were like yeah. okay in this movie yeah those grasshoppers villainous yeah evil threatening and it's crazy because like the look i mean the conflict in the other movie is literally like like you said it was like a mass murder but like i don't know it just (laughs) didn't feel that bad to me like they didn't what i can't agree with that bro not no it didn't feel not that it didn't feel bad i'm saying they didn't make it feel like tense in the way that the conflict of a bug's life felt like tense okay no but let me say i understand what you're saying because here's the thing in ants the conflict happened pretty fast in the sense where they came to a resolution almost immediately yeah after the conflict was introduced i mean it was like here's the flood here's the drowning let's climb this ladder we're good Mm -hmm. we're getting out and then the dude that like the other the evil ant Mm -hmm. died pretty fast yeah no and that's a great movie, point the conflict is happening throughout the entire movie yeah, and also can i say out. their plan about the fake bird was very high stakes that's true they had no that's backup plan. plan it was a really risky plan and like also like how is that gonna fix things forever you know dude Cause, i was cause like they the just fake bird come is back all or nothing with... yeah I was like, y'all should have had, like, maybe, like, some, some food storage in the back. Like, maybe split yeah. your workforce up. You don't need every bug in this colony <laughs> building this fake bird, dude. Yeah. No, that's a great point. I would give this story an 8 out of 10. I would... I think I would give it, like, a 9. That's really good. I mean, I was kind of wrestling with it. The only reason I didn't give it, like, a 9 or a 10 was because, like... I don't know. I thought the fake bird was kind of whack. <laughs> Oh, I thought it was really cute. I thought it was fun. It's like, it yeah, of course cute. these ants think a fake bird is going to help them. <laughs> okay, of course. And I thought it was a dope plan. But again, I'm just like, damn, y'all are really going all or nothing on this fake bird, dude. No, yeah, and that's also... a fair point. And the disrespect of Flick, of course. I mean, again. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah. But I, I think like, kind of like with ants where it was like, we felt like there were certain elements of the story that like just didn't need like they uh, you didn't care and it didn't really do anything yeah it felt like every element of this story was there for a purpose yeah the plot felt very understandable chronological i i messed with it i liked it i'm gonna give it an eight out of ten i mean i loved it yeah all right so we'll jump into characters starting with ants um do we want to talk about z first yeah let's talk about z first i mean he's our main character played by the notorious, the evil Woody Allen. Woody Allen. <laughs> and I would like to point out right now that the main character, the hero, is played by Woody Allen in Ants, and the evil villain is played by Kevin Spacey in Bugs Life. Just saying. Yeah. Um, so Z, he's anxious, pessimistic, nihilistic. Yeah. He's relatable. He feels very blah. He's relatable. <laughs> 
he is relatable and is Maybe you're not wrong <laughs> he is dude. it is because he, he's he's depressed <laughs> like, dude he had hella quotable moments in this movie and i'm gonna read some of them right now because okay. let me tell you right now <laughs> like he's very depressing but that's what makes him relatable in my opinion uh-huh <laughs> so let's get into it um yeah okay so i found the quotes right and mm-hmm. not only is he relatable but he was kind of funny so here are some of the quotes i have for z mm-hmm. call me crazy but i have a thing about drinking from the anus of another creature <laughs> he said <laughs> that, that was a good bar. line that was a really good line <laughs> he also said what a bunch of losers mindless zombies capitulating to an oppressive system yeah yeah, yeah. this is a kid's movie yeah it is. yeah <laughs> capitulating yeah i definitely didn't learn that word i remember having that as a vocab word at some point in my life Bro. Uh, but like I don't it was not when I was a child. <laughs> I still don't know what it means. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean he did say that one gross thing, which we already went over. Mm-hmm. He said, Hey, leave the pessimism to me. I do remember that line. <laughs> Again, relatable. Yeah. He said he had an anxious childhood. Relatable. <laughs> as pessimistic and annoying as his character is, unfortunately it is relatable. Yeah. As someone now in the working class who is also <laughs> nihilistic, pessimistic, and anxious. <laughs> and depressed, yeah. Exactly. So, unfortunately, as, you know, blah as he is, I understand him to a degree. Yeah, but I also think, like, I don't know, like, he was fine as, like, a main character, but it's also, like, I don't know, he didn't, like, like nothing changed. Like, he no, didn't yeah. develop at all he just like got a girlfriend which that makes zero sense but <laughs> yeah which like how did that happen i don't know a literally stockholm syndrome like you said <laughs> yeah that was the result of a kidnapping an accidental <laughs> kidnapping at that <laughs> yeah the accidental kidnapping was actually quite funny that he was just like oh uh sure i'm kidnapping her yes <laughs> and she literally fought him off too but <laughs> yeah yeah somehow they ended up together <laughs> yeah okay let's get into princess bala so his love interest and you know future queen princess bala she sucked yeah she was not interesting sucked yeah like at least she was kind of funny yeah she was just like she i mean she was just kind of like like uppity like kind of prissy and like like she it makes sense that she was a princess and she acted like it but then also made it seem like she didn't want to be a princess but it was like yes you do what are you talking about yeah and when she had fun for the first time she said she was slumming it it's like dude how high strung and bourgeois <laughs> yeah. do you gotta be bro you suck <laughs> slumming yeah, I don't, it don't i it, like i don't see what z saw in her and i don't see what she saw in him i don't see them as compatible partners it's it's funny to be talking about this when it's like they're animated ants <laughs> okay listen though listen it's not our fault that these yeah. ants were written the way they were okay because also i find it strange in animated movies when they try to make animals look attractive okay let's get that out of the way they do it on purpose obviously yeah. and i think it's the person who's designing it i always wonder like are they sitting there being like all right let's make this ant kind of sexy and i'm like bro that's so weird are they like thinking of like what their ideal person looks like and then they kind of just like animate an insect to look like that like yes they do and it's weird because like (laughs) even certain shots in these movies like they like are shooting like certain scenes of prince princess bala and i'm just like are they trying to make her look hot right now like i don't get it yeah yeah it's kind of gross that's a good point yeah 
So listen, it's not my fault. It's theirs. I'm crit- mm-hmm. critique them. Don't critique me for observing it. <laughs> so Princess Bala, yeah, they did make her kind of like a sexy aunt, I guess. Mm-hmm. Smash or pass, Princess Bala. <laughs> I would pass to be honest. Absolutely. I'll, I'll get to that later, but I would smash. You will. I would. I would smash two ants in this movie. And not, like, kill them like most of them, but no, straight yeah. up smash. Yeah. No, I need to know who you're talking about. Say well, it right I'll, now. No, let's go through all the characters, and then I'll have you guess. <laughs> okay. Okay, I have one guess already. <laughs> you know who it is. <laughs> okay, fine. We'll talk, about, we'll talk about Weaver. Okay, let's get into Weaver, the himbo of this movie. My saving yes. grace. Yes. <laughs> now, he was a king. Yeah, no, he was so funny. He was down for change. He was not, like, subscribing to the, like, caste system that they were in. He was really, like, down to help his friend. He listened to to Z complain. And when Z needed his help, he was there. Yeah, and he threw hands for Z in that bar, dude. Yeah, and he just wanted to dig. He was just having a good time digging, honestly. Yeah, when they switched places, he was like, this is kind of fun. Like, I get to yeah. work out, like, he smashing was some rocks all day. He was trying to meet some worker ant girls, yeah. and he did. <laughs> I love him. And then at the end, he even was going to sacrifice himself. Yeah, he was. Yeah, that's so true. And I was like, you are a king among kings, He almost drowned for all of them. Yeah, Weaver's the best. Dude, Weaver carried this this cat for me. You're so right. He really did. Like, I didn't care much for Z. Couldn't care less about Princess Princess Bala. Weaver, he was my boy. No, he's a legend. (laughs) I freaking loved Weaver. He was a ride (laughs) or die. Yeah. And in the end, he does get his his aunt-girlfriend. He ends up with Azteca, Jennifer Lopez's character. Yes. Sylvester Stallone and J-Lo. Iconic. Power couple. Yeah. Name a more iconic duo. Exactly. You can't. Not in this movie. Because it's (laughs) certainly not Woody Allen. (laughs) He's not a part of it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. And then... um, general mandible who was the nazi Mm -hmm. the equivalent of hitler here yeah um he sucked pretty obviously i mean he was a good villain because he was evil but like he also like uh, i don't know i feel like his plan wasn't that great no and he wasn't that relevant of a character even yeah because it's also like he was gonna uh, no this is uh, see this is a an issue that i just realized that i have with the plot but like he didn't secure princess bala after he planned to drown them i know like she was uh, in there with them excuse me sir (laughs) dude i know and the soldiers were all just down with it too they were like yeah all right we'll wipe out half the yeah they were like i'll I'll take these orders yeah i don't know how many knew about it i mean um cutter knew about it yeah for sure um cutter's the other character who you know he he had some development in the movie Mm -hmm. yeah because he he wasn't he was just taking orders in the beginning and he was just doing whatever general mandible said and then in the end he's like you know what maybe i have a brain and maybe i have a heart and i don't think that this should be something that is occurring right now i know and he turned on general mandible which was everything Mm -hmm. and he helped everyone out and he saved uh, not flick he saved z yeah he did i love that now so, you have to guess. Yeah, so my... I mean, I think it's very obvious that one of them is Weaver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How'd you guess? <laughs> I love a himbo. What can I say? Um, I don't know. Is it... 
I mean, like, is it Azteca? No, but she was fire. She was. Is it Cutter? Yeah, it was Cutter. <laughs> See, that's what I thought. But then I was like, but he was like kind of low key evil for half the movie. Like, why? He's just my type, bro. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> <laughs> if I were an aunt and he was an aunt, we, I would be simping. Dude, I'm dead. Your type is an almost like mass murderer aunt. Yeah, but he was good in the end. Mm-hmm. He's okay. got some spice to him. I like him. <laughs> All right. For the record, Colonel Cutter, voiced by Christopher Walken. Which makes it even better. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so what would you rate these characters? Okay, I would have given it like straight up like a 1 out of 10. Mm-hmm. But my boy Weaver takes it up to a 4.5 for me also. Mm-hmm. Only Weaver alone and kind of Azteca, she wasn't that relevant. She wasn't um, at all, no. Literally, and even though I would simp for Cutter in another world... Again, his character wasn't that relevant. Yeah. I do think the only character that I liked was Weaver. Same. Um, so I will be giving it a three. Okay, fair. Um, but I really loved Weaver. You're yeah, right. He, t- he took it up high for me. I was a yeah. fan. I love a himbo. <laughs> what can I say? All right. So A Bug's Life, very different story. I love pretty much every single character in this movie yeah so even the side characters which you find irrelevant and i will fight to the death i don't find them irrelevant there's just a lot of them and i don't think we can dive deep into every single one it's impossible to dive deep into them but i'm gonna address them and i'm gonna give them the respect that they deserve Jalen. okay all right so flick obviously he's adorable he's so precious he's very lovable he really cares about like everyone. He does. He is such he's a He's trying to make everyone's life easier. Yeah, he's smart. He is confident even though he isn't great at what he does. Yeah, and I love that about him. Like that's how I'm trying to be. <laughs> I know we we all got to strive to be flick, okay? Yeah. And also I want to say right now, he stands a strong independent woman. Mhm. Which is Princess Ada. Yeah. Because you know, the princess in Ants, she kind of, like, didn't give a shit, didn't want to be there, was kind of over yeah. it, kind of yeah. pretty annoying. Nah, Princess Ada in A Bug's Life, she was ready to take that throne, and she was ready to make change. She was ready she to was. kill it. And she really, like, you can tell that she just, like, really cares and, like, wants to do well in her position. Um, and But she's just, like, so nervous about it, which is so relatable. <laughs> like, she's so anxious and just, like, really wants to, like, do things right but is so afraid of messing up. Like, vibes. I get you. She's a girl boss, okay? She, you're so right. Princess she's an anxious is a girl, girl boss. boss. Hashtag she girl is. bossing up in here. <laughs> and we stand Flick for standing her. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're a power Absolutely. couple. They are, yes. <laughs> like, They're so up. good. And there's another little princess who is, you know, the princess after, I guess, Princess Anna, who is... She's her younger sister, yeah. Dot. Little Dot. Little Princess I Dot. I'm obsessed with Dot. Voiced by Hayden Pantier, which I did not know, like, I I mean, obviously she was like a child, so I would not have been able to pick <laughs> up on that. But definitely yeah. shook. Definitely stan. Dot's so cute. She was so cute, dude. She came in clutch how many times in this movie? Can you She count? stands up to bullies. Like, they try and pick on her and make fun of her and her friend Flick, and she doesn't care at all. She's like, Flick's my friend, and I believe in him, and I know that he can help us out and make a difference. And I, I love that. She is so adorable. She is. Another strong, independent woman. Mm-hmm. We love her. We stand Dot. She saved the day. Literally saved the entire movie. 
Okay, so now moving on from Dot, let's get into Hopper, the main villain, the main grasshopper. Mm-hmm. If you couldn't tell by his name. <laughs> I love all the names in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, He sucked. He was annoying. Yeah. He was a pretty yeah. good villain, though. He was. Like, he was very intimidating. Genuinely, like, pretty scary. And the way that he, like, ruled over his own little gang was also pretty, like, it was it was scary. I know. He was he was the oppressor. Yeah, he was. Kevin he Spacey was... himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um he had jokes too for a villain. He had some jokes. That's true. That's true. <laughs> he was pretty he was very funny. He was pretty witty. Yeah, he was a pretty scary good villain. He sucked. I didn't like him, but you know. Yeah. But that's the point of a villain. I feel like that's a sign of a good villain. <laughs> Congrats, dude. Yeah. yeah. Crush it. Would you like to talk about the circus and circus bugs now. Would I like to talk about the circus bugs? Yeah, <laughs> I would like to talk about the circus bugs. Jalen Rose Lopez. Oh shit! Okay. Okay. Let's start off with King P.T. Flea, mm-hmm. leader, ringleader of the circus, money hungry, hilarious. Okay, he didn't even pay his workers, but in a funny way. <laughs> I get he was playing a stereotype, and that was hilarious, and I love him. I didn't realize there was a funny way to not pay your workers. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the way that he, like, they worded it. Like, there was a scene at the end where, like, the circus bugs were so over it, and he was I'm, like, yeah. he was like, come on, guys, I'll even consider paying you. No, he was <laughs> like, I'll even start to think about maybe paying yeah, you. He yeah. said something like that. I know what you're talking about, and that was really funny. <laughs> it was so funny. And then there was another scene where they, like, tried to distract him, and he was like, look, money. And he was like, where? It was so funny. <laughs> We love And he was willing to light himself on fire several times a night as an act. And then he said he just needed one day for recovery and then he'd be good to go again (laughs) just to make that coin. (laughs) We love Petey Flea, okay? Yeah. Now let's get into Rosie, the Black Widow Widow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She was a Black Widow who was widowed 12 times. Yeah, yeah. She's She was a baddie. She's a baddie for sure. 12 husbands down. Listen... If she's I'll open be, to a wife, I'll be the 13th. Yeah. We'll fight over it, okay? Because she was a bad little spider, okay? We yeah. love her. I stand mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Okay, then we have my boy Francis, the boy ladybug, who was <laughs> yeah. often mistaken for a woman and very upset about it. But by the end yeah. of the film, he embraced his feminine side. Yeah, yeah, he did. And he unlocked the inner mother within him. Yeah, he became the leader of all the little baby ants, the blueberries, and it was so cute. Yeah, I love him. I love Francis. Yeah. He was yeah. so funny. Yeah. Then we got my boy Slim. Slim the walking stick bug. Yup. And yep. he was just a prop stick bug, very upset by it. Did a great job. He was an amazing, mm-hmm. nerdy, little dorky guy, and I loved him. Yeah. <laughs> he radiates Matt King energy. You're kind of right. <laughs> if anyone knows who Matt King is, if you don't look him up, not only does he look like him, same personality. My jaw is on the ground. You're so <laughs> right about that. <laughs> I know. And I love Matt King, too. He is um, a part of the vlog squad who I disdain, but, you know, Stan Matt King. Yeah. <laughs> and Stan Slim the stick bug. <laughs> then we got Dim, who was a beetle. He was a big old beetle. But he was a softy on the inside. Not much else mm-hmm. to say about him, but I loved him. That's true. We got Manny and Gypsy. They were the husband and wife duo. 
um who they did magic tricks yeah they were magicians okay one was a praying mantis manny the other one was a beautiful moth gypsy slay and i have a very quotable line from manny that i think will inspire us all mm-hmm. he said i've made a living being a failure and you're not one of them <laughs> and he embraced <laughs> that character trait of his and i loved it okay he makes a living being a failure and that's everything yeah and there was another line where he was doing a magic trick because he does it in a little Chinese food container, which is adorable. Yeah. And he said, I call upon the ancient Szechuan spirits. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so funny. <laughs> and then, honestly, ob- objectively, like the best of all, we got mm-hmm. Heimlich. Yeah. We have Heimlich, who is... The chubby, little chubby caterpillar. He's our little chubby caterpillar, okay? He's German, he's lovable, and he's a thick body positive king. Absolutely. (laughs) Because he embraces the thickness that he is. (laughs) (laughs) He's a beautiful butterfly in the end. I know. And he has these tiny little wings, and he is so funny. (laughs) When he was like, I'm so high, he wasn't. He was like, you guys have a good answer here. This line had so much comedy. I mean, this movie had so much comedy. It was so funny. Yeah. And then we had the little pill bugs who had foreign accents, couldn't understand them, but also hilarious. So good. They were so funny. They just kept saying, you're fired. (laughs) Yeah, they were so funny, dude. And I want to shout out every single one of these little circus bugs. And I want to challenge you to something, Jalen. Mm -hmm. If you had to choose one of these bugs that you see yourself in most, who would you pick? Oh, gosh. Oh, that's a great point. Of the circus bugs. Yeah, the circus bugs specifically. I'm definitely not. Like, I wish I could be Rosie, the Black Widow widow, but mm-hmm. I know that I'm not. That is factual. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I feel like I'm either Heimlich or Slim. I don't... You're, you give off... You radiate Slim energy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You radiate slim energy, dude. You really do. I guess I'm honored, honestly. You should be. He's like a dorky little stick bug. What about you? I think it would probably be Francis. (laughs) (laughs) Just because he's like very aggressive and combative. You're so right. (laughs) I don't know, dude. He's just got like this attitude about him that i think is so funny and i feel like no yeah that's definitely i accurate. can relate you're so right but who do you think i would be i i was i think francis is a good one i also feel like you have a bit of rosy energy i th- also have heimlich heimlich energy though so yeah i i can see that but I, I think i think you're definitely right about francis yeah francis i can francis from the very moment he jumped into the audience's <laughs> face and started beefing i was like let's go my boy let's go and i knew from the second slim opened his mouth that you radiated slim energy okay. <laughs> so how would you rate the characters in a bug's life i'm giving them a 10 out of 10 i was also thinking a 10 out of 10 yes, they're just let's go. they're all so fun and interesting and I so well done and fun to watch i think it was really great okay now we're gonna jump into the bonus category um which is just art and like aesthetics and you know animation in general Mm -hmm. so to start with ants i have some critiques i'd like to say absolutely go for it just for aesthetic purposes like you said the movie just kind of gave off bleak dull vibes Mm -hmm. 
And that's because, like, it really, it wasn't very colorful at all. Like, it was very yeah. sad in an It's a lot of hill. browns. Yeah, because they're in the middle of the desert, dude. Even the, tra- I mean, the trash scene was, like, the most colorful and stuff. But, again, yeah. it's trash. It's kind of nasty. Yeah. It was fun, though. <laughs> they but literally ate poo. Like <laughs> They did eat poo. Yes, they did. Um, And, yeah, so I just, I thought the vibe was, like, dull and sad. And let me say right now, my biggest issue, my biggest concern was their freaking eyelids, bro. Really? <laughs> did you not notice their eyelids? I... I mean, like, I feel like maybe I did, but I don't know. Let me look at a picture. Look it up right now because I was glued to those eyelids. (laughs) I see what you're saying. Oh, wow. the very start of the movie, I'm like, those eyelids are gnarly. (laughs) No, I see it now. Dude, they're straight gnarly. That's so interesting, actually. Uh, Now I'm like, how did I not, like, note that even more when I first watched it? (laughs) Because, like, yeah, they're distracting. <laughs> they're disturbing, especially when they're blinking and stuff. Like, it's gross. Yeah. And, like, the ants were not cute, dude. No, yeah. that I, I agree with that. I also feel like... I don't, Like, I think the ants in Ants were trying to be more, like, realistic looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And I'm not sure that that worked. The, like, I don't know that that was the best choice. No, because they're ugly. <laughs> yeah. They're straight up ugly, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. Like I mean, like, do actual ants have eyelids? Do they have eyes? No, I, I don't know. know a lot about bugs. <laughs> I don't think so. I think they just have antennas. Right? Okay. But yeah, so um I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of the aesthetics in this movie at all. No. It was still impressive, but like not really yeah, the style. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna give it a fat four out of ten. Oh, interesting. That's, that's very low. I was Dude, thinking of them five. eyelids. Them eyelids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm giving it a four. You're giving it a five. Yeah. As for a bug's life, everything was adorable and cute. Mm-hmm. Very Somehow, colorful. Yeah. Even some of the grasshoppers were cute. Yeah. The villains, like the bird, was adorable. Mm-hmm. The ants were. The bird way was cuter. really cute. Yeah, and they went for like nice like blues and purples for the ants yeah which i think was good and there was like i don't know they had like a shine to them like like a like you could see like a glare of the light on their face yeah which i think was cool and that's just you know disney animation like slaps every time yeah that's just like this is yeah that's just pixar you know yeah and there were also just like amazing details in the background of the movie that i was just like oh my god it's like whenever you watch a disney animation you're just like it just hits yeah yeah and they had so many different bug designs too which was really fun Mm -hmm. it was just awesome i give the bugs life art nine out of ten um i mean yeah i guess i i have no reason to not give it a nine but for some reason i'm feeling an eight so i'm gonna give it an eight but i don't necessarily have a good justification i mean to be fair like there's still bugs and it's like kind of hard to make bugs like the cutest thing ever you know yeah 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 for sure and i'm very very afraid of all insects and most living creatures if we're being honest but (laughs) yes you are but i was more inclined to enjoy them in a bug's life all right, let's hit upon rewatchability. Such an important category to me, really. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I feel like for ants, it's not like I wouldn't rewatch it. I just like don't feel like 
like it's not the kind of movie where it's like i would watch this and have so much enjoyment from it every single time mm-hmm. so like i guess i'll give it like a a four no that feels high i'm gonna give it a 3.5 <laughs> oh my god i was thinking like a four ish but then you said that was high and i was like wait you're right because like i honestly would never seek to watch this movie again yeah if someone recommended it like i'd probably be against it <laughs> oh wow i really didn't enjoy it that much so i'm gonna dupe it down to probably a 2.5 i oh, guess jeez yeah a dude really i think drop i mean if it came on tv like i would turn it off <laughs> i did not really enjoy it that like i enjoyed it like after not seeing it in a while but I would oh, not I think you've it seen it before as well. Yeah, and it wasn't great, you know, even yeah. the second time around. So. Yeah, I guess, like, no. I was going to say, if I had, like, a child who, like, wanted to see ants, I don't even know. Like, I would be like, no, I don't think you want to see ants. I'm like, dude, let's watch A Bug's Life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then for A Bug's Life, I would give the rewatchability an eight. I'm giving it a nine. I even really? want to give it a ten. Yeah, dude. But Interesting. Why won't you give it a ten it. then? The freaking bird, dude. Something about that fake bird <laughs> rubs me wrong. I did not like that that dude, scene was so long of them building that is it. crazy. If it was a whole movie about the circus bugs, you know I would have given it an 11 out of 10. <laughs> That's absolutely true. You would. But and I they don't should make that movie. That. Yeah, they should. You know what? There actually might be like a short out there of the circus bugs, I feel like. Maybe. That I've seen before. Mm-hmm. And can we also just talk about, like, the cute little bloopers that they always put at I, the end of Disney I'm movies? I'm glad that we were on the same exact page when you said that. Because as soon as you said that, I was also like, oh, we got to talk about the bloopers. <laughs> They're so funny. And there was one that even went TikTok viral. Really? Which one? It's that blooper where she goes, like, he was like, what do you, what do I, oh, no, what did he say? He goes, like, do I look stupid to you? And she's like. She just laughs, and then they do it over again, over again. And then she goes, yeah, you do. (laughs) That went viral for a while. Like That's so funny. On art TikTok, because a lot of people were, like, drawing it with different characters and stuff. Interesting. And I loved it. I don't know. The bloopers are so freaking precious in every one of these Disney movies, dude. (laughs) I wish they still did it. Yeah. It's so wholesome. I love it. All right. I'm excited to see what our final results are. All right. Are, I hope they match what's in my brain. I mean, I think it won't because <laughs> I think in your brain you're giving a bug's life a hundred and yeah! <laughs> you can't because you gave the actors a two. I know. Um, but your total uh your percentage for a bug's life, you gave it a seventy six percent. That's horrible. <laughs> it's the two man. You I don't care, nine. I'm changing it. <laughs> I'm giving it a self-rated score of a 98. Okay. Well, you gave it a 76 in this episode. Well, screw you, freaking Kevin Spacey. And you know what's funny? I gave it a 78. I uh, gave it a better score than you. Dude, these assaulters just pervasing yeah. my life, dude. Just get yeah. out. Let me so, enjoy the things I want to enjoy. Our average score between the two of us for a bug's life is a 77 that's horrific bro um i gave ants i gave ants a 41 and you gave ants a 37 i stand by that <laughs> <laughs> for our average score of a 39 percent 
Now, do you have, do you know, uh, were the Google reviews anything to note? Yeah, they were because they were all very different from Rotten Tomatoes. Interesting. So the Ants Google um, review was a whopping 67%. Wow. Very different than the 92 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And again, I agree with it more. I mean, I still don't think it's that high. And at the same time, the Ants audience score on Rotten Tomatoes was a 52. So like, that's still pretty different. Wow, that is pretty different. Yeah, I mean... I mean, the audience always knows better, dude. Usually, I mean, come on. Like, because you see A Bug's Life. Now, this is kind of shocking to me. A Bug's Life Google review got 83%. Mm, why is it shocking to you? Because that's so low. Again, my personal rating, <laughs> just disregarding Kevin Spacey completely, would yeah. be like a 98 for this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in reality, you gave it a 76 stop i'm literally gonna go and like <laughs> shave kevin spacey's head and like lock him in a dungeon because i'm tired of this mm-hmm. but yeah they gave it an 83 percent. i was like damn i feel like it deserved more than that but you know maybe yeah. they are also affected by kevin spacey's involvement that's maybe true i'm gonna maybe say not. it is because i disrespect okay. anybody who wouldn't give this movie a really high rating just based mm-hmm. on its contents alone that's fair i mean thank you you know <laughs> Thank you. I ride for A Bug's Life. Yeah, I can tell. I can tell. And I'm sorry that you had to give it a lower score than your heart wanted to. Thank you. And I would also like to note that I would not smash any of the bugs in A Bug's Life. And I think that is appropriate for a children's (laughs) movie. (laughs) You know what? That is an important note to make. (laughs) It is. And I'm glad that you did. Thank Thank you you. for letting me know. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. Maybe Rosie. Maybe. Take it back. No. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Take it back. (laughs) All right. Yeah. I think that's fair. (laughs) Thank you. Well, thank you so much for listening to this um, episode on Ants and a Bug's Life. We had a wonderful time. We hope you did too. Uh, And if you did, make sure to leave us a nice little review on Apple Podcasts and give us five stars on Spotify or wherever you choose to rate your podcasts. Um, and join us next week where we will be diving into two 80s films, Weird what? Science and Real Genius. If you know of them, get excited. If not, watch them so you can rate them with us. And Either way, get excited. <laughs> yeah, get excited regardless. I'll try to. <laughs> and, um, follow us at It Doesn't Take Two on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Okay? Because... There are people who listen to this podcast and they do not engage with us. And we want to hear from y'all. We want to hear from you. I want to know what you think of these movies. I want to know what you think of the podcast. Critique us. Shred us apart. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. But we we, we can take you. it. Yeah, we do. We, we, we really do. So yeah, um, let us know. Leave us a review of either of these movies or let us know about what movies you want to see next twin films or otherwise shoot us a dm if you'd like yeah shoot us a dm if you want to talk about any of the movies especially paul blart and thank you for listening guys thank you so much have a wonderful day yes bye friends